Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with EXP. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent, this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Hub. Well, good morning, everybody, and happy Mindset Monday. I'm Susan Johnson, Susan Johnson and Associates, and I've been a regular host on this program since the inception of it a couple years ago. So it's great to see you all here on Mindset Monday. And today, we're going to just be talking about fueling your action. And, you know, I tell you, I love this topic because there's we're going to be getting into different words that fuel each one of us, maybe in a different way. So hopefully you've already launched a great year, 2023 already. You're in high production. And if you're not yet, well, hey, you know what? We're not even at February yet. You still have a lot of time. We're going to fuel that action and get you pumped and going starting today and carrying on throughout the whole year. So Susan, it's autumn. Um, I think you have the wrong day. Oh, she froze. Hello? I'm sorry, did somebody say something? I think you have the wrong day. Um, we have Asher and Scott hosting today. Oh, yeah. you do? Okay, goodness. Well, you know what? I'm happy to, to turn it over to Asher and Scott today because Lisa texted me and uh, had us going on for today. But you know what? Asher and Scott, we can have you do today and I can hold. I, I'm, yeah, I have you for next Monday and I have them for today. Um, well, I'd love to hear what Asher and Scott today. I'm, I'm all about <laughs> Let's, turn, okay. let's, pass, let's pass the baton over to Asher and Scott today and let them go. For I was it. getting I'll pumped up guys for next week. I'd love to hear what they have to say. Okay. I was, I was taking notes already. I was getting pumped. I, I, <laughs> hey, it's a good one. Come back next week. But you know what? I'm going to enjoy you guys. Let's pass the baton. Go for it. Well, well, you know what, Susan, you are so fired up and you came in with so much energy. It would almost be a cardinal sin to not allow you Throws on me there, Asher. I, I, I want to hear what you guys have. I'm, you know there's, what? I'm, there's three I'm of us. Give, can you, matter of fact, we just turned this into an interview. Susan, today's topic was survival as an entrepreneur and work ethic. And since you came on with so much fire, I want it. I need to hear from you. What is one tip that you can give us that has helped you survive and thrive as an entrepreneur? And, and, and what is it about your work ethic that, that allows you to do what you do? I, lo I love the question, first of all, Asher. And for me, it's going to be my energy. Okay, energy to me and passion is the number one thing for me. And it has been. I'm goodness, going on 59 and 23 years in this business. And one of the things that people have always said to me, which I think is a huge compliment, is especially even when I'm working with first time buyers that, you know, they can see I love what I do. And ultimately, I always bring the energy. I, you know, this is, I met with this buyer this last week that came onto my website and, and uh, 
actually working on multi-million dollar homes is pretty exciting. He came on my website. But in any case, he said to me, he goes, gosh, you know, we did a Zoom call. And then when he met me in person, he goes, I got to tell you, I was wondering if the Zoom call was just kind of because we hadn't met each other yet, was just sort of a front. And I'm thinking, is she always like this? Is she really that? And we spent two days together. He's like, man, you really, this is really you. I'm like, yeah, it's really me. He goes, you love what you do. I goes, I love that. And he speaks on a lot of panels himself. So I took that as a huge compliment. So for me, it's passion and energy. That's, that's a great answer. I, I got a follow-up question. What do you say to the people that don't, you know, they're maybe they're good agents, but they just don't have the charisma or the, you know, extreme extrovert passion, you know, that, that some of us have, what do you, what do you say to them, you know, to survive as an entrepreneur and especially in, in this current market? Well, so your passion for me, my energy comes through, hopefully you see that, but for that's not the same way for everybody. And, you know, just because you may not be an extrovert out, you know, really doesn't mean you can't still show up and step up with your education, with your value. And it's all about you being authentic. I really believe that. So, you know, somebody who's maybe not real outgoing, if you try to just be not who you're not, it's not going to feel comfortable to you. You're not going to be ever going to feel uh, that performing with integrity because it's not who you naturally are. So I think seriously, you can show your value you can show your passion by just being your authentic self and caring about the other person who you're dealing with. And that will shine through in every level. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I actually take a little bit of offense when people say, you know, I don't need the rah-rah cheerleader stuff. Well, you know, I mean, I've got a lot of background to my rah-rah cheerleader stuff. For me, that's just who I am. But for somebody else, it, there's a a lot of different ways you can show that. And I think you just really need to be your authentic self always. I'm not sure if we're still. Yeah. I love that. That's, you know, that's one of our major pillars of success is being genuine to who you are, finding your identity and then branding yourself off exactly who you are, because there's, there's nothing better. It's not, it's going to make you happier and you're going to attract the people that you want to work with and it's it's a beautiful right. thing. So we we agree. Great answer, Asher. What else? What else you got? We're well. I'll tell you take this. This, my friend. I came prepared this morning to just share a little bit of my story. I've been in real estate for going on four years in just a few months, and what a roller coaster it has been. I've had so many moments that challenged me in ways that I hadn't been challenged before, including the slowdown or the market shift that we're all experiencing right now. It's tested me in ways that have really made me have to make a decision. Did I really want to do this? And you know what? I'm sure you guys are all feeling that turbulence right now. But I made my decision. And when I stepped into real estate, I said, this is what I want to do. And this is what I'm going to do. But what kept me going through the struggles when the waves were crashing 
when the lightning struck and when the winds were blowing out of control, it was my why. It came down to why am I doing this? At the end of the day, I can go and get a job. I can go back to sales. I've been in sales for 12 years. I could always go and do something else. But when I started this, I made a decision. I made a decision that this is what I wanted to do. And then when I wake up in the morning, I've got two young sons and a third on the way. Boy or girl, not sure yet. But when I wake up, I look at my wife and I look at my kids. And as I'm going to make bottles and change diapers, I got people that are counting on me and people that are dependent on me. And let's just make this more relatable to everybody on the call. Maybe you don't have children and maybe you do. But when you wake up in the morning, what gets you out of bed? What is it that drives you? What is it that pushes you? Why do you do this? Why do you even choose real estate? What causes you to want to move forward? Do you just want to have a successful career? That's a great reason. Are you doing this to prove to yourself that you can do this? That's a great reason. Are you doing this for your family? That's a great reason. But your why has to be strong enough so that when those winds come, when the lightning striking, and when the earth is shaking, that you are find a way to hold on and keep yourself grounded through the struggle because the struggle's coming. The struggle's happening right now. And you all have made a decision. That's why you're on this call right now because you woke up this morning and there was a driver. Something kicked in for you. Something said, I got to get up. I got to be on this call because I want to be around the fire. I want to stay warm. And that's what you're doing right now. These are survival tactics of an entrepreneur that will allow you to thrive. Because if you can make it through these times, you're going to thrive when the market gets back to normal. This is going to be what this is going to be the catalyst of your growth is how you develop through the challenges and the struggles that we're experiencing right now. So when you wake up in the morning, number one, what gets you out of bed every single day? Number two, why are you doing this? If you're just doing this because you thought you might give it a try, well, if things don't work out, the first thing you do is immediately backpedal. But when you make a decision that I'm going to be successful in this business, I'm not going to let my family down. I said I wanted this and I'm going to get it. When you are determined to achieve what you have set yourself out to achieve, there is no turning back. It's a dead end. You've got to burn the bridge. There is no backwards, only forward progress. But really, it's a mindset. And once you make up your mind and you make that decision, there is no turning back. This is the number one thing. The mindset is what allows me to push through the challenges. Because when I think about my why, there is no failure. There is only lessons learned and progress. And that's how I get through it, you guys. That. That's it, Scott. Well, I wish, the only thing that you missed is I wish that I was part of your why. Because um, I would just love part of your why out there. I don't know why you throw me in there, but I mean, I'll work on that. It's been a goal of mine to be part of Asher's walk. So I'm just going to write it down for annual, one of my annual goals. Um, 
Uh, no, I, I, I add to that. Okay. So I'm just, Asher built the kick and I'm going to throw the icing on top because I'm sure. So motivation, Asher speaking about your why, this is going to serve as motivation as your driver. And there's going to be times where you're not motivated. There's going to be times where you wake up and maybe you don't like your wife and maybe you want to get away from the kids and you're having a bad day and that's okay. So but then is discipline and consistency. You have discipline is a learned skill people. So if you discipline, if you don't like calendar, if you don't like waking up on time, if you like routine, learn to like it. It's going to save your life. It's going to save your, okay. So when the times that, that you don't have motivation and it's an emotionally hard day and discipline and consistent consistency kick in. So have a plan for, have a plan to attack your goals for, for the week, for the month, for the year, right. And just wake up and do something. If you're not in it that day, then just wake up and like, here's the plan for the day and just start attacking it. You don't have to go at it as hard as you would in a really good day, but on the bad days is when it really counts because you have to do, you have to legion every day. You have to brand yourself every day. You have to put on your collar shirt or your dress every day. You have to look professional every day. There's, there's no days off. So what Asher was talking about is, is interest versus commitment. If you're interested in something, it's, it's, you do it when it's convenient. When you're committed to something, there's no excuses. You're committed, right? This is, this is what I'm doing. I'm having a bad day. My leg got cut off. I'm missing a toe, but I'm in the hospital. I have, where's a phone. I have to lead Jen. I have to do follow-up emails. I have to, whatever your plan is, you have to stay committed. And it, it is a mindset because you have to shift your perspective to be extreme. And you don't have to do this your, your whole career. Like in real estate, you can build a career in five, you know, five, 10 years, right? And then you have repeat business and you have a sphere and you have referrals and you have a brand. You have 200 Google reviews online. So the work will pay off in this business tenfold if you start doing it the right way. And that's being committed over being interested. And we'll, we'll if somebody wants to, to, to share about some of their struggles in their business right now, we can dive in and, and dice that if you guys want us, you know, get in deep here in a couple minutes. But just remember this discipline and consistency. Okay. And don't be afraid to fail. If set big goals, you have to have a big, big goal, a hairy, audacious goal, a vision, a dream. Don't be afraid to, to dream. But a dream without goals is just a dream, right? So have a vision, set goals, and then figure out what do I need to do every day, every week, each month to accomplish those goals and use your why as, a, as the main driver. But on those days that you don't want to think about your why and you're emotional or you're tired or you're stressed or there's failure, you have, discipline has to kick in. And it's just like training. So it, it's just got to be a click, right? Scott, yes. I want to jump in and add something to that because okay. discipline, consistency, and persistence 
are the ingredients of both survival and thriving. But when it comes down to the daily, how do we implement this? Number one, you need a schedule. You need to time block your day. When are you going to do lead generation? When are you going to do your marketing? When are you going to do your follow-up? And when are you going to do your prospecting? First and foremost, if you don't have a schedule, you're all over the place and you're winging it. And we all know that's not the proper way to run a business. We have to act like business owners, meaning we need to take ownership of our day and we need to know what we're doing throughout our day and have a schedule of events. So that way, when things get off track, we can revert back to our schedule and say, okay, I know I need to be doing this. Let me go ahead and park this until I can complete my task and obligation within this hour. And how else do you stay on track? Well, you need to be in an accountability circle. So once you've created your schedule, get with a partner, get with a peer, get with a colleague, or get with your broker. Get with whoever you need to get with so that you can have that accountability. Me and Scott, we hold each other accountable. Scott will sometimes call me out and say, well, hey, you're not prospecting today. And it'll remind me because we're human. We do get off track. We do get off target. But when you have a circle of accountability, that is how you keep things going when you're having a bad day, when things aren't going the way that they're supposed to go. You really need to have that. That's one of the most important components of staying on track is just having that accountability. And honestly, you cannot be afraid to ask for help. Asking for help is a sign of strength. Asking for help is not weakness. What needs to go is the pride, the pride, the ego, the arrogance, whatever it may be that's blocking you from asking for help in areas that you're struggling in or areas that you want to improve in, you need to ask for help. Hey, I'm not sure if I'm prospecting the right way. Can you give me some tips? Can you look at my plan? Can you look at what I'm doing? And can you tell me where I can improve? Or am I doing the right thing? Or am I not doing enough of the right thing? Asking for help is what's going to realign you and catapult you further and farther than you would go on your own. So if we go back to the three things I just discussed... Quick question. Are you loving this podcast? We record it live Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific on Zoom. Want to join us live? Go to agentpowerhuddle.com. Next month, we're changing the format to only release two podcast episodes per week. So if you still want the replays of the daily version, you'll need to start going to our website, agentpowerhuddle.com to hear every episode. All right, back to the show. So if we go back to the three things I just discussed, having a schedule, getting in a circle of accountability, and third, okay, wait, third, 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 third. Scott, help me out here. I just, brain just went off topic. I was reading Jess. Jess just raised her hand. She has a question. Jess. And we'll come back to that because I missed my third topic. Mastermind, <laughs> mastermind, mastermind. G, Jess. What was hey, your question? Yeah. yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good to see y'all. Um, I wanted to find out 
with agents, we're always supposed to have at least <clears throat> there are between three and five different ways that we lead generate. And obviously, Asher, I know that social media is one of the ways that you market yourself. But what other things are your forms of lead generation that you have found the most success from? By success, I know it takes consistency, but like, what do you see as your most successful? Oh my goodness. I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> did I read um, your mind? Is that you where did. you were going? You did. You just literally <laughs> plucked that thought uh, right out of my uh, cerebellum. Um, networking. Oh my goodness. I network everywhere I go. I'm at the gas station. I'm handing out a business card. I sit in Starbucks three, sometimes almost every single day with a sign on my laptop. You guys know about my sign. And I have people sit down and I have impromptu appointments when I'm in Starbucks. Everywhere I go, it's a networking opportunity. I go to all the birthday parties, right? I go to all the, the gatherings that I can. Um, I'm in a congregation at my church. I'm just very social. But networking is also how I've attracted people to my social media, right? The more people that I meet, the more people I can aggregate and connect with on my social media platform. So they intertwine. So networking intertwines right into my social media. So if you aren't networking, I say you're not working because how else are you connecting with people? That's, that's my, that's my second main source of how I generate business and also getting in your local association and attending some of those events. You'll meet a lot of people. You'll meet some other people that are doing some pretty cool and creative things and you you share ideas like the more you network, the more you can also grow because you'll meet people that are doing a lot more than you or doing what you're doing in a different way. That's beautiful. I needed that further reminder because I'm extremely active in our community. I'm a commissioner for the city. Um, I'm an ambassador for the chamber. Um, I'm also a Rotarian. And so these are all things, of course, they take time, right? But um, I go to at least two to three networking events a week. And what my formula has been is to exchange info um, instead of business cards. People will be like, oh, here's my business card. And I'm like, oh, well, here, just what's what's the best number to reach you? And I'll or I'll take a picture and then follow up with them. So anyways, um, thank you for sharing that. What would you do? You do any lead generation in the form of any cold calling or anything like that? It sounds like you do better in person. I definitely I do, do too. better in person. I haven't done as much cold calling and door knocking because I just prefer networking. And I found that to be um, so rewarding for me in comparison to going door by door and just showing up and saying, hi, my name is. Um, so I've kind of strayed away from the cold calling and the door knocking because I just meet more people through networking that, that I can have a conversation with. And now it's casual. And I always try to leave with a connection, not just an introduction. Here's my business card, connecting right. and getting people on my social. I'd rather have you on my social media than getting right. your phone number. Yeah. Yeah. So those are your top two then. Do you do anything else? Don't really. Those are my main things and they work so well. Perfect. Let me, let me add that. Happy to hear that. Broke. What's me, up, Scott? And we'll, Susan, raise Wait, your we, hand. We do we'll have a hand raised as well. Susan. Okay. Uh, first of all, Jess, you do a great job with your social media, by the way. I'm not sure if you know me or not, but I we were on another call together. I'm like, oh, she's got a really good social media. So uh, I applaud you 
for that. Um, you know, it's funny because what you're talking about now even shifts over time because, I mean, I built my business door knocking, farming, you know, because that was the method we did. Um, I got to tell you, you know, it goes back to being like I talked about in the beginning, your authentic self. Not everybody's going to pick up, be able to pick up the phone for three hours a day. And I'll tell you, if that's how they told me I had to do in the beginning of my career, I don't know if I would still be in business today. Uh, you've got to find out what you're going to do, what you're actually going to do. And we don't love everything we do, but you've got to do it consistently. Um, so social media, fantastic. Networking, fantastic. Um, I was out of production, leading brokerages for seven years. And then when I got back into production, I'm like, wow, you know, now the whole internet, now it's internet lead generation, you know? So you can have different funnels of lead generation. And, uh, you know, I love your website. So you just need to know how to convert. So if you're going to be, you know, driving people to your website, that's where, you know, um, I need to get better myself on my inner, my social media things. But I do a lot of the video texting, which has really helped in the conversion of the leads coming into the website. So, you know, so you, you can leads aren't most people's problems anymore. Leads are kind of flow in a lot of different ways. You can get leads. It's how are you going to convert them to actually being, you know, the funnels and the follow up. That's what you yeah, said. It's, mm-hmm. it's in the follow up and it's in how you follow up. So just, you know, we did the AI yeah. for probably before AI was before COVID and we got a lot of response on our AI. But I, I'll tell you, once COVID hit, everybody was getting hit with the AI. So guess what we had to do? Shift again. That's when we started doing more and got heavier on that video texting to build the relationship, to convert, to actually get somebody on the phone. So, you know, it goes back to, you know, having more yes. than one source. Great job, guys. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think the word that we're looking for is you have to be intentional when you're at these events and gathering, like take it. If you ever seen the movie, Mr. Rogers, it's wonderful. That man is so intentional. He He's literally spending every second that, to whoever he's he's speaking with, to getting to know who that person is and trying to dig information out of them to either connect, provide some sort of value that he has to give to them, right? Because he was a wonderful person, a psychologist and, and all this stuff. And so he he was interested in that human being. And that's genuine and authentic, like Sin is saying. And so be intentional. Don't just try to gather contact information, try to gather real human information and get to know that person, make a connection because everybody, it's like the world is like LinkedIn. Everyone, you're getting DMs a million times. Like, Hey, can I have your business? Can I have your business? Do you have 15, 15 minutes for a sales call? 15 minutes? Like, how about you just ask my first name and make a comment about my children? Because I want to connect with you first. And I know like, I'm yeah, in well, sales well, and I'm well, into that, but one thing I, I started doing, which has really helped with my conversions, by the way, is so when we get something coming in on our, on our website and we're on the phone with them because we they, you know, we did connect with them on the phone, but we still haven't seen each other, you know? And so we might set an appointment for, like just did this last week, you know, for Friday. And I set an appointment and I said, hey, you know, why don't we jump on a quick Zoom call? Let me get to know you a little bit better. And I can't wait to see you guys on Friday. But we actually got in a, I mean, the Zoom wasn't long either. It was like 15 minutes and it really... I wasn't talking so much about business. I got a lot of their needs and wants stuff already. You know, I wanted to get to know a little bit about their why. Yeah. What, you know, tell me a little bit about you. Who are you? You know, and, and let them know and have confidence in who I am. And then when we meet on the next meeting, it's, you know, it's such a great meeting. And that's really what led into um, what I just mentioned to you about that person talking about the passion and everything. So there's lots of different ways to connect. You just implement them. 
think about that. Like she's got multiple appointments. She's having a touch, a first appointment and a second appointment. Right? What a having several meetings with their, their prospects and their clients to keep building relationship and rapport and personal and business uh, interactions. Not a, not a whole lot. That's the difference. The more you can get somebody, you know, the more likely they're going to be with you or hire you, right? Or same with recruiting. It's the, it's the yeah. same thing. And I, I'll leave this story. I, I run to a lot of new agents and open houses are, are still gold. Open houses are great. If you did open houses a half the year, 190 days out of the year, you're going to run into, you know, 100, 200 people, right? And you've got to converse people. But uh, uh, the one thing that I'm seeing is these agents aren't even asking for contact information, not building rapport. They just have an interaction and then they're out the door. And it's a waste of time. It's a waste of your time. It's a a waste of resources. And so learn to connect with these people, gather their information and set up an appointment like Susan's talking, a Zoom call. You have not let less people leave without either asking, hey, can I be your real estate agent? Or, hey, did you write down your contact information? I want to hop on a Zoom call with you and share with you how I can help you reach your goal that you told me about. And so you you have to have some sort of closing <laughs> statement or routine with these open houses or networking events or else it's, it's pointless, right? The, those guys are never going to call you and maybe one call you back. But if you hey, don't Scott. lead... One one thing that I want to add, if you will, because we are running out of time, is I can go over this so much and I actually kind of want to be redundant because I really want you all to hear me. Um, two people that I can vouch for on this call is Scott and Jess. You guys have amazing social media presence. And that's why I'm so big on this is on my website. So we're still using an IDX is I have links to my main pages that I have a presence on, which is my Instagram, my Facebook, my LinkedIn, and my YouTube. So people are curious, right? And it's right at the top of my website. So as soon as you go on, you'll see the links. People are looking you up nowadays. Before Most of the time, before they call you, most people go to Google. I have it right there on my website. So you can click on any one of those pages and see the presence. You get to see who I am before you see me, before you call me, before you decide to call me. You're going to go on my platform and you're going to see me. You're going to see my family. You're going to see some of my recreational activities, some of my talents. Um, and then you're going to see business as well, right? You're going to see my character. You're going to see my personality. And you're going to be able to experience my energy. You're going to experience Asher Bell, what it would be like to work with Asher Bell, because I make sure that on my page, it's not just business, right? It's business, it's family, it's encouragement, inspiration, motivation, it's faith, it's my belief, um, it's who I am. So before I get interviewed, people can look me up on social media and make a decision and say, wow, I really like what I saw here. I have to call this guy. And that's my goal is to be so attractive personality wise to where people say, I've got to give this guy a call. But what helps me do that 
It's not just my resume. Um, and it's not just my Google reviews, although those are extremely important, extremely important. But when people can see your character and your personality, your social media platform is such an advantage for you to show that to people before you show it to people. Love that. All just right, love where... watching you speak, man. You're just sexy, man. I just love watching you. Is there anybody else with a question? I have a quote here I want to say. I have a quote I want to say, if that's cool. Yep. Okay, this is in terms of dreaming. The cost of a dream is the same for a big dream or a small dream or no dream at all because it is the sum total of life. So just think, what is going to be on my headstone when I pass away? And would it cost the same if I were to take all the risk in the world and have a crazy audacious vision and dream as it would to have a small dream or no dream at all? So I'm a big risk taker. I'm ultra spontaneous. And I'm always pushing people to stop or quit what they're doing and do something that they love to do, what they're passionate about. Start being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Be scared. Look stupid in public. Look stupid in, in your home. Just do things that you, that you want to do. Because this, this time is short and the cost is no different from what you dream or you don't dream at all. And I'll add to that, put it on social media. Don't be afraid to look. Don't what you think might look stupid, someone else might love. Like, wow, that was so funny. You you can't be afraid to to look bad because we are our own worst critic. We think we look horrible yeah. and other people think we look magnificent. Right? Your opinion yeah. of you is so misleading because you see yourself in a different light than everyone else does. So when it when Scott is saying don't be afraid to shine your light. You got to let your light shine for all to see because you don't know how your light's going to affect certain people. So put it out there for everyone to see. Remember, this is why people are going to want to work with you. If they can see your personality before they even talk to you, you just set yourself one or two steps ahead of the next agent that has no social media presence and they only can go off of reviews. But if they could see you on video, see you with your family, you know, see you ice skating on Saturday with your wife or your husband, they're gonna be like, you know what, I can relate to that person. I love ice skating. Man, you know what, I'm gonna call this guy. I'm gonna call this, this woman. So um, whatever you do, put it out there for the world to see. You didn't get in real estate to be a secret agent. Right, we are not undercover. We are not the CIA, FBI, DEA. This is not, you know, we're not going in here like the SWAT team, right? We want to make sure we're like news reporters. We need to be, you need to have your own news channel. You're the anchor man. You need to be on your channel every single day, letting people know the word of the day, the feeling of the day, or whatever you're doing for that day. Be the anchor man. That's what I have. Is there anything else before we conclude this call? Well, I'm glad I hijacked the call today from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I hijacked your call today, but I'm really glad I did.
did. It was so much fun being on with you guys. And I want to invite you back next week. Let's do this again, because, you know, this is where we feed each other. This is where we lift each other. This is where we inspire each other. I, I'm really happy I got on this this call with you guys today. So go for it. Have a great so week, everybody. Scott, we need to hijack her call next week. <laughs> hijack my call next week. You're invited <laughs> to hijack my call next week. All right. Um, well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Scott, you want to close us out? Yeah, thank you, everybody. Uh, follow Susan Johnson. She obviously has a lot of great things to say. She's a veteran in the business. And so you should be reaching out to that lady because she seems awesome. This is our first interaction and I loved it. So I'm going to follow her. Follow her. Susan, follow can you Asher. put your info in the chat? I was just going to ask, are you on Instagram? Yes, you are. Oh, you follow me. I'm going to follow you back right now. One thing right. I love about okay. EXP is we push connection because it just grows everybody. And that's what we love. And I've never been a part of a brokerage that doesn't do that except with EXP. So follow everybody, reach out to these people and um, connect and learn and grow because your clients need it. They need good agents out there. And so learn and become the best agent that you can be. And thank you guys. All right. Um, hey, before we just week. drop it off, Susan, can you put your Instagram in the chat? Scott, can you put it in for any of the new uh, attendees today? Just before we disconnect so everyone can connect, I'm going to drop my Instagram. Okay. And give everybody at least a minute or so to take down. That's my Instagram. Facebook. I'm also all well. over Instagram. All right. Thanks, Nia. Thanks for jumping on the call. Thank you, guys. Thank everybody for joining Thank today. Thank you, guys. Thanks, uh, guys. Don't forget to join next Monday to catch Susan. <laughs> um, she is going to be amazing. You just got a little taste. You got to drop of what she's going to deliver next week. <laughs> Just wait till you get a couple of gulps. Oh my God, you guys are going to leave full. You're going to leave filled and you're going to leave ready to, to go. Thank you guys all for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. You guys rock. Thanks. Have a great week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.